0: No purchase necessary, void, were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, everybody. I am Lucia Matuonto, and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books, and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media, so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to another episode of The RV. Today, we are heading to Alabama to speak to Antonia Gabriel. Antonia is an actress, a law professor, and the author of the book, Back to One, My dear Antonia, it's a pleasure to have you here today. Thank you so much for inviting me.
1: I certainly appreciate it. So Antonia, the last
0: movie I watched was The Last Conception, a move produced by Gabrielle Constance, who I just interviewed on the show. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it was very entertaining. And I love how the RV is having guests from Mm -hmm. the acting world. Mm -hmm. so as an actress what is the last great movie you watched oh my goodness
1: (laughs) every movie I watch is wonderful uh just being able to go to the movies to me is wonderful especially since the summer of COVID where we couldn't do that it's wonderful to get out into a theater again my goodness what is the last great movie I saw I could tell you the last fun movie I saw. I just yeah. saw the new James Bond. And tomorrow I'm going to go see The Eternals, the new Marvel film. So I see all kinds of movies.
0: Uh-huh. And <laughs> is there any movie that you said, that was my favorite one? Oh, lordy. <laughs> I, there's
1: so many movies. Um I've always been a big fan of series of movies where the character, you get to see them again and again and again. So I've always loved the Marvel films. I've always loved the Harry Potter films. Mm -hmm. Um, I love series of
0: films, primarily. Mm -hmm. Yeah, likewise. I love it as well. And Antonia, you decided to write your first manuscript in 1994. Yes, yes. Yes, I did. Uh, What happened
1: was I would come home from work and I would, I had a two-year-old at the time and I would put him, you know, feed him, put him to bed. Uh, And then I would sit at my little brand new 1994 computer and I would type away from about 10 o'clock at night till three o'clock in the morning for a full year. And then I started sending it out to publishing companies. And I didn't send out the actual book. I sent out the idea. You do a prospectus, an idea. And I sent that out and received that little stack of lovely little rejection letters. And that went on for about 25 years of my life doing that. I didn't want to self-publish. I really didn't. I wanted a publishing company because I wanted that layer of um, kind of a critique to make sure that it was consumable to the public. I wanted it to be good enough for the public to read. Mm -hmm. And obviously, I was a little biased. (laughs) And so it was the summer um, 2020, summer of COVID, first one. Uh, and my son happened to come home from New York. He lives currently in New York. And he said, first thing he said to me is, Mom, I really don't want to sit in front of the TV set for the next four months doing nothing but watching marathon TV. Let's do something constructive. What did you have to ever do with that book that you wrote? And I said, Well, it's sitting under my bed at the moment. And he said, Well, would you be willing to? pull it out and update it because you've always complained. It's a little bit dated now. And I said, sure. And I did that and I updated the book and I found a second book coming from the first book. I was really inspired. So I continued the journey for Kate and Kyle and back to one in the second book, which will be coming out next October, by the way. Mm -hmm. Um, And I happened to bump into a friend of mine when, when everything started to open up again and you could go back out. And he knew my son and asked me what I've been up to. And I said, darn it, if that kid didn't make me pull out a book I'd written and update it. And he said, I happen to know a publisher. Did I ever tell you that? <laughs> I went, no, you never did. And uh, he said, well, let me see what, what I can do. Because he usually only sees things with literary agents. And I said, fine, that's great. And he, he, my publisher is um, Hidden Shelf Publishing House. And they read the first couple of chapters. I immediately got a contract for that book. And the first thing my editor, um, my publisher said to me was, I love these two main characters. Have you thought about writing a second book? I said, I have done that. And he said, keep going. So I've just finished my fourth one.
0: Well, it meant <laughs> <be> on time. <laughs> yes, that's serendipitous, isn't it? Wow, that's amazing. And your son, oh, it's so good when someone (laughs) comes and tells us, why not?
1: Yes, he's been the most supportive person in my life. Um, I I mean, honestly, and uh, I think that's wonderful. And, and he thinks it's wonderful because I'm showing him a good example too of somebody who's willing to persist. This, the moral of the story is don't give up. If you have a dream, keep going forward, keep trying. And even if only one person gets to benefit from your dream, that's it, that's the win.
0: Yeah, it's beautifully said. And I agree a hundred percent with you. So can you tell us, more about your book okay well back to one it's about love and friendship
1: and it's about these two people who should never have met who come from totally different walks of life Uh, she is a married mother of a little one um, who lives in Alabama (laughs) coincidentally and he is a very famous single movie star Uh, who lives in Hollywood, and their paths should never have crossed, but they do. And they become these wonderful, supportive friends. But frankly, the world of gossip doesn't really believe that. It doesn't believe that they're just friends, and they are just friends. Um, And that's what the book is, is really based on is, for me, everything in life is based on those two things, love and friendship. Uh, even if you're in a marriage or a love relationship, you have to have that friendship to support it. Uh, and vice versa. In a friendship, you need to respect the other person, love the other person. I, I say that we live love stories every day of our life, every day of our life. And, and typically we think of a love story as a romance. This is not a romance at all. Uh, it is a love story, though. It is a love story about deep and abiding friendship with a friendship supersedes everything else in the relationship of Kate and Kyle. And it's respecting that and loving or appreciating that friendship so much that you respect the boundaries you set up to, pr- to protect the friendship. So that's really kind of the crux of the book. And I've, I've, my male readers love the book just as much as my female readers. They really relate to Kyle, really relate to him. Mm-hmm despite the fact he's a movie star, he's just a genuine but flawed man. And and Kate is a, um, she helps balance his flaws and and he does the same thing for her because she is a flawed individual and he balances her flaws and they strengthen each other uh, as people and teach each other things that that they need to know like kyle you know he's really career driven so he's he's got a little one too he's got a small child and he's not as attentive a father as he could be watching kate being attentive mother teaches him the kind of father he really wants to be those kind of things are occurring in the book
0: that sounds (laughs) that is a very interesting book
1: well thank you
0: yes and as a lawyer, I always found there must be some form of acting involved. Oh very, <laughs> much.
1: oh, very much so.
0: Especially if you're
1: a trial lawyer and you're getting up in front of a judge or a jury and you have to persuade them that your client is innocent. <laughs> um, yes, you're, you're going to be a very good actor. You have to be. You have to be able to present the story, whatever that story may be. So, yes, very. that's very true.
0: And do you have any story that you would like to share?
1: Well, this is the ironic part about my being a lawyer. I did that late in life. I didn't do that from the beginning. Um, Actually, if you go to my website, there's a real cute story about my father and I and, and the whole lawyer situation wanting to go on to law school. The moral of that story is I never actually have practiced law, although I have an active license. I'm, I'm a law professor because I like imparting wisdom to students and I love teaching them. And I, I teach a very valuable class. I teach bar review. So I'm teaching all the subjects all over again.
0: Okay, good. Antonia, what inspires you? You are so like solar and you've been doing so well, much. Well, thank you. Um,
1: Mainly my my past. I'm being raised by entertainers. My mother and father um, were both in show business. My mother is a big band singer. My father was a comedian and actor Um, being around. Let's put it this way. I had a very unique childhood in a positive way. It was it was delightful. It I got to watch my parents when they were performing. They were almost they were so vibrant with excitement, doing something that they love, something creative, that they almost look childlike. And that was my role model in life, was to view life as a great adventure and one that um, you need to fully experience it in in the most positive ways. I taught my son something from the time he was just a little tyke. And what I taught him was... um, there are three things in life that, that it, it, I call it the three R's, not reading, writing and arithmetic, but the other three R's. And the three R's were respect yourself, respect others and be responsible for everything you do. And that was the way my parents raised me. It made my life a real blessing. Even the hard times became a blessing. So I have tried to impart that. And when you say what inspires me, life inspires me. People inspire me. Um, I became a very uh, good observer of others by sitting quietly in a recording studio watching my mom uh, cut an album or sitting on a movie set watching my father do a scene. So I very quickly became um, a good observer of life.
0: Step into the world of power, loyalty
1: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
0: And Antonia, I love how you said, also seeing my parents do what they loved and make a living at it inspired me to never settle for the mundane. So what message do you want to tell our listeners today? My main message is um,
1: Back to one was a dream for me, and obviously it's going to be growing as I do the series of books. Um, Don't give up on your dreams, please. Don't give up on your dreams. It's never as long as you are drawing breath. It is never too late. So don't give up on them. You know, and and even if the only person, as I said before, is yourself, or or just maybe one other person who gets to benefit from that dream, that's the win in life was to be able to share that, to be able to put that out into the universe. Um, My father always said, life is too short to do something you hate every day of your life. You know, it's too short. So do something you love, and hopefully you will be paid to do that, what you love. And that's what makes life worthwhile. And how did you start your acting career? Well, I started when I was very young. I started when I was about um, nine or 10 years old. Uh, My mother just wanted me to do little commercials and things like that, which is what I did do. And then I moved to Los Angeles to start a career there. And I did. Most people, most people know what these are, but they've never heard the term. I was the princess of industrial films. What an industrial film is, is when you go to work for a new company, they will often sit you down in front of a TV set, pop in, you know, uh, a DVD of a training video. Well, those actors get paid and they get paid well. And that's what I did. So Mm -hmm. I didn't have to waitress or answer phones or anything like that until my big break came I was living it every day because I was doing these these wonderful industrial films. I used to say I must look like somebody who doesn't know how to dial a phone because I was often working for the phone company, teaching people how to file and how to dial, (laughs) just silly things like that. But it was very good income. It was a very good living. So I I was able to do that um, through my years in Los Angeles. Um, And then, of course, little, little tiny little jobs as well, little commercials and little parts of movies. Um, but I was lonely. I, you know, I was raised in a, a, a very close Italian family, and I and I was lonely. L- L.A. can be a very lonely town. Um, you don't make a lot of female friends if you're a woman because they're your competition. And you don't make a lot of male friends because they're afraid you're going to have a boyfriend or a husband who will steal apart from them. So, so you tend not to have a lot of friends. At least I didn't have a lot of friends in Los Angeles. So I, I, I eventually moved back home um, because I was actually working just as much as an actress in, in Phoenix as I had been in Los Angeles. So I just moved back home so I could be with my family. So, I can, so I'm, like I said, I'm very close with my family. there is no regret no not at all not at all until this very day here in Alabama I do quite a few radio commercials and things like that so I'm always acting um that's not really left my life at all Mm -hmm. but my passion as a child was really to be an author to be a writer I I did that from the time I was I could actually write uh because the unfortunate part about my parents' career was they had to work real, what I call normal jobs during the day, and then they would entertain at night. So I would come home to an empty house. And in those days, parents didn't think, of it. if you, you had a responsible child, I was a latchkey child. I had my little key. I unlocked the door. I went inside. I wasn't allowed outside. I had to stay inside the house. So to keep myself entertained, I would write little plays and little poems and little stories and eventually screenplays as I as I became older. Um, and I just I, I love doing that. And and that's what I always wanted to be when I grew up as I wanted to be an author. And what is the significance of your book title? It really has a double meaning. Um, since Kyle is a movie star, since he's a celebrity and Back to 1 is a term that is used on the mil- movie set. When a director has called cut and he wants to shoot the whole scene over again, he turns to his first assistant director and he says, "Let's do that again." And then the assistant director yells out, "Back to 1," which means everybody get back into your first position whether you're the camera, whether you're the actors, whether you're the, you know, the background folks. Just everybody back to your first position. So that's what back to one means. At Mm -hmm. least in the industry, that's what it means. Mm -hmm. And then you have to read the book to understand what the other meaning is.
0: (laughs) Yes, and I'm curious to know how it will be ending. Because I'm so, like, always very curious about how books are going to end. And if Kate and Kylie... We'll it together. Mm. Well, you'll just have to know. read the
1: book to find out. Um, but 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 the story is not, as I said, it's not really about a romance. It's about deep and abiding friendship and love. I mean, I mean, you love your friends. Everybody loves their the, the really good friends, the ones who are who watch your back, who are there during the hard times. you know, and that's what they are for each other. They they are definitely that, and there's several instances in the book where they come to each other's rescue uh, as good friends,
0: for sure. I'll be reading this book. <laughs> I'm sure our listeners also will yes. read about it. And Antonia, you told me you're going to publish a new book in October. Is that correct? Yes,
1: it's um, it will be titled Back to One. take two, because it's a movie, take two. Um, And it's called Ambient Light. And then the third book will come out the following year in October and the fourth book the following year in October after that.
0: So it'll be like series.
1: It is a series, yes. And I don't know if I'm stopping with four. As a matter of fact, I doubt I'll stop with four. I'll probably keep going after that.
0: So, Antonia, I think that nothing will hold you to continue writing. Thank you.
1: Yes. No, I, I, I want to keep doing it. I love it. I really do
0: enjoy it. And uh, a part of that is that anything that you want to share with us, like if you were going to do something else or how can we find your books and well, your contacts? Well, you can get
1: my book online at almost any distributor, uh, barnesnoble.com booksamillion.com, amazon.com, uh, Goodreads. All of those, and you can get either the book or the ebook. The ebook's available as well for those people who have Nooks and and Kindles. Um, and I would love to have your listeners uh, follow me on my um, my website as well as my social media. My website is www. Remember that's with a V. dot uh, com, and I'll spell that. It's A N T O N I A G A V RiHel dot or you can go to um for social media. It's at Antonia Gabrielle for all the different social media platforms.
0: Okay, that's wonderful. And Antonia, I also you'll be featured on our e-magazines, and you'll be <laughs> also on our website well thank you and it's a
1: fast easy read um and as i said my male readers love it just as much as my female readers do the 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 characters are very relatable i I had one person uh call me and say i they were like my best friends i i I got to chapter three and i realized they were my best friends already so it's it's nice to know that it's nice to see that
0: Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) so antonia come back before I'd love to. I'd love to. Thank you so much.
0: If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening. And remember, relationships don't exist. RELATING DOES Until next time!